you know, I've managed to find things out there that I never thought I'd find. This is a skill I know, something that I'm good at, something that I can make money at and continue to make money at. And and not only that, there's always there's just so much you can do creatively and you can keep learning. You know, you never stop learning. And then also you, you just at times you never cease to surprise yourself. You know, it's funny because you're thinking, is my audience going to sit through two and a half hours of this? But then at the same time, you're like, you don't you don't care because you're having such a great time. Welcome to the Gratitude Attitude Show, Season 2. I'm your host, Isaac Ramos. Let's be thankful for being able to use our minds and bodies to express ourselves. We want to find ways to help each other cultivate a gratitude mindset. The Gratitude Attitude Show speaks with creative people on how they find ways to stay positive and keep themselves moving ahead. The Gratitude Attitude Show is brought to you by Peace Sports. Peace Sports is about spreading positive messages. We are inspired by people and their passions. We believe you need to move your body to keep your mind healthy. Follow us on Instagram at peace.sports or online at peacesports.org. Music by Jay Tripp. In this episode, we speak with Roger Daniel Alcacer, an illustrator, video producer, and the host of The Magnificent World of Toys, a YouTube channel dedicated to archiving adult collector culture. Daniel connects with other collectors by listening to their stories and then shares this information in a rich visual format with others. He spoke with us about why he creates the channel and how the last year has impacted him. Welcome to the show, Daniel. Thanks, or Roger Daniel. We just went over that. Welcome to the show, yeah. Roger Daniel, uh, season two. And uh, thank, yeah, thanks for being on the show, man. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. Appreciate it. I mean, I don't know even know what kind of title to give you, or was there any way kind of that you sum yourself up like when you shake somebody's hand or like, I mean, artist? I mean, that's, a, that's the closest thing I was kind of putting together from all the things I know about you. I just like to introduce myself as a simple guy and let people figure it out as they go along, you know, sure, and just, sure. uh, you know, cause I don't normally like to make people think I'm, I'm trying to sell myself or anything. Like I'm Roger Daniel, the artist, or I'm Roger Daniel, the, the video producer or whatever, you know, I just kind of just introduce myself as myself. And yeah. because also it's like, if I, if I, if I'd introduce myself and try to incorporate everything I do, I just don't know how I'd be able to fit it yeah. within like a word or two or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure if there was any attempt you tried or how your wife, maybe I asked your wife, but I know that you, I mean, I know you from toys, collecting from music. Uh, I mean, you're an illustrator, full-time video production man, family man, which I do actually, I, I like that connection that we have uh, a lot too, that we're both uh, family men, yeah. movie, movie fan, serious movie head. Um, as you, yeah toys is for sure i mean you have a very interesting toy collection and that's how we recently connected but i one thing i thought was interesting is we actually go back to 2005 um when i was uh, my wife was doing a, a documentary and she featured you in the documentary and i remember i was there this is at the time just my girlfriend i think i went on a, just a couple of days with her but i was running the boom mic yeah. uh, for an interview so I, uh, I thought that was interesting that uh you know 15 plus years ago we crossed paths yeah, it is. It's very interesting. I mean, it's just interesting um, how much of a small world uh, this is because I don't know. I think we might have may have eventually crossed paths one way or the other. Yeah, exactly. Whether you know we had that connection or not back in two thousand five. 
because of the the world of of toy collecting and so it's just uh i mean i don't know i just think it's really really interesting yeah no it's cool uh I mean, I think that the glue that I, you know, just from my little bit of uh, research here, thinking about it, it does seem like you, um, you like to connect with others by sharing information and then in, in the connection, you're collecting more information. Would you say that's true? Pretty much. That sounds about right. Yeah. And, and you're doing this, I mean, what, just what you've been working on, tell me a little bit about the, um, your video show that you put on YouTube. I mean, you're getting quite a few episodes and, um, just, that's, would you say that's your main uh, project that you're outputting these days? I would say yes. Um, that that's basically what takes up most of my my time when I'm not doing freelance work. Um, but you know, it was, it, it's uh, it, it's it's been pretty fun. Been doing it for about I, I, yeah. I think we're quickly approaching our the two year anniversary of of the television station and or I mean the the, the YouTube channel. Um, <laughs> it is. It's, it, I call it public it, access. It, I think yeah, YouTube is public access. That's what I think is. Exactly. And it just feels, uh, you know, I guess I call it television station because the programming, I really try to um, basically produce these uh, videos like something you would see on television. And so, yeah, we're, we're quickly approaching the, the two year anniversary. And it was just something that, you know, my wife was always um, motivating me and, and, and suggesting that, you know, it's like you do this for a living, but, you know, you, you, you know, you should try you should try doing something for yourself, something, I mean, you, 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 you do so many things. Why don't you create a YouTube channel about something? And if I did a channel, what would it be? It would have to have some kind of, um, it would have to be slightly different than the others. It would have to be something of value to the viewer. Um, I was, I was hoping that people can learn a little something by watching my YouTube channel I didn't want it to be a channel where it was just kind of like unboxings and, and yeah, you need a framework. It's, it's hard to create a language and a framework for YouTube. So it's good that you, you know, after doing a couple of tests, it's good to see that you got to, uh, you know, create a little more. Uh, yeah. And, and I mean, cause there's so many channels, I mean, nothing against people who do unboxing and reviews stuff like that. But there's so many channels that do that and do it so well. But then also I had seen a couple of other channels um, on, on YouTube. One is um, known as Archipel, I think. I think it's like a Korean or um, Asian YouTube channel. And what they would do is they would go and they would do like artist profiles of anime artists, uh, video game developers, and, and stuff like that. And I said, well, you know what? That's actually, and I haven't seen anything like that. And then, and then like, I guess in an American form or yeah. uh, uh, in an English form. And, and, you know, I've always loved to see kind of, you know, because I, I really love comics. I love films and I love seeing the behind the scenes stuff. I love seeing artists workspaces. I love seeing, um, you know, directors workspaces and, and just like people who work in the arts and entertainment industry, just seeing their workspaces. The tools. I know. I love seeing the tools. Exactly. And I remember when I would look at magazines like Wizard Magazine or, or like art books, and then you see like, uh, you know, they'll show like the workspace of John Byrne or, or Jack Kirby and, or Alex Ross. And, and you know, and, and, and then it's like you see all these toys and books and, and stuff like that. And I was always excited about seeing that kind of stuff. And, the, and, and, and so, but also, you know, like every now and then 
they do like these, you, you know, you'd see like a profile on a director or, or, or just somebody, uh, even a, a movie star. And then, you know, it just so happens they had a collection of toys. And, and yep. so it's like, how often do you see like video versions of that? I mean, I, I, I grew up seeing that kind of stuff on print, but not so much. And if you do see like a video version of it, it's not that it wasn't that often. Yeah. And, and it would be like some kind of special features on a DVD or, you know, and then like the toys that made us came out and, and that was kind of like, you know, seeing that too, just kind of made me realize, well, you know what, I could do something like that mm-hmm. and, and, um, but do it the way I want to do it and feature the people I want to feature. And, 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 and so that's kind of where, where just kind of, um, that, that was kind of my idea of what I wanted to do and, 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 and how I started. And the show has the voice. I mean, for sure, it's definitely turned out that way. It definitely has the uh, Roger Daniel voice. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, and I guess you and it, and it was cool as over when you watch it, you learn what that voice is. It's not like um, it stayed consistent, which is very cool. Um, but yeah, it's a good show. You're working on producing more. You put out a couple more. I, I liked your New Year's, uh, you know, end of the year wrap up. That was fun. Thanks. Thanks. And and yeah, and it's a uh, you know, and, and yeah, of course, you know, one thing was that you know. Um, what I didn't want was to have the camera on me too often. And that's one of the things I was forced to do um, because of COVID. So then I had to start doing reviews and unboxings and, and, and stuff like that. But that's because I just wanted to keep content flowing. And, and so, I mean, it's unfortunate, you know, that I wasn't able to put the content out that I wanted to put, but I was still able to put content and, I mean, and at the end of the day, I was pretty satisfied with what I had been able to do yeah. this year. And that's what we covered in that year end special. So, and you got uh, some new plans for the new year, probably got some new ways already doing like some panel shows. I know you, you invited me before to be on a pa- one of your panel shows, but I, I like the, I like having some co-hosting. That was cool of the last of that uh, end of the year show. Yeah. And, and yeah, and those are definitely fun. And, um, you know, it's just, <laughs> my thing is that, um, those don't feel the beauty about those types of shows is that they don't feel like you're doing a show. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're having a conversation, you're having a good time. And, and it's like, for the sake of your audience, you're like, you know, it's funny because you're thinking, is my audience going to sit through two and a half hours of this? But then at the same time, you're like, you don't, you don't care. Cause you're having such a great time, you know, speaking yeah. with other people. And, and, and right now more than any, you know, stuff like that is just kind of like, I mean, you know, very valuable and very, very, very important because, yeah, we had some, you know, some fun conversations, you know, it's like, we, you know, it was fun introducing you guys to the rest. And, and I, I don't know, we just had a good time. I mean, it's just the tip of the iceberg. Exactly. And, exactly. and so, so yeah, there's just so much more out there. And then, and then at the same time, we're, 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 you know, it's like, I've only covered people in, in like the local, Southern California area. I mean, there's other parts of California where there's like incredible artists, collectors all over the United States, all over the world. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, that, that's kind of, um, you have to do uh, a ro- let's do a toy collecting road trip and then you can record along the way. You get, you capture some new stuff, but we'll be hunting those different toys down the road. That's for sure. Let's do that. Yeah. Big time. I mean, I've already had a couple places in mind that I want to hit. I mean, there's, there's like, uh, you know, I like to go to Oregon, um, mainly because there's a couple shops there. Oh yeah. I got some good toys there. Shout out Billy galaxy. 
Yeah. And then, and then also there's a uh, black ops toys, which is like yeah. one of the longest, um, uh, one of the biggest, like, um, suppliers of one six scale. Oh yeah. Their store is beautiful. And accessories. Yeah. Sure. And, and, yeah. And so, but, but then, and another thing is like my cousin, uh, one of my cousins, he's out there and he has a really, really decent collection. I mean, just like insane, um, uh, you know, he, he's, a uh, um, he's in the air force. I mean, he's kind of like, he's one of those guys that kind of goes in and out and he works for the air force, but you know, he's spent several of his, of the past, I'd say he spent like the last two decades collecting comics and toys. And he's got some pretty, what most people would call like quote grails unquote. Ooh. Um, and yeah, you gotta and, go profile him. You gotta get Yeah. So, him. so, but yeah, I mean, definitely Isaac, I, you know, we, we gotta, you know, Oregon, Oregon, um arizona you know there's just uh you know there's just a lot of and even um nevada nevada's got some pretty decent stuff too so it's like i mean and, and those are just kind of the attainable ones but you know as we talked about on the show i mean geez uh, you know sky's the limit i mean really you know i'd really like to hit japan but we'd have course, to be yeah. about two weeks or something oh yeah, yeah there's a lot more than that for sure yeah Man, uh, Daniel, what about, I mean, last year has been a crazy ride. I mean, for sure. I mean, we're here in 2021. I mean, I, I always like to say we made it. Uh, I keep on saying that. Um, but, uh, I mean, how's, how's the last year changed in your life? I mean, hopefully for some positives. I mean, anything uh, of note? You know, it's, uh, I've been very, very fortunate. Um, and, and, you know, because I, I, I have very a lot of friends, family who who were, who are impacted and I mean, l- luckily they've, they've come out on top. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've been very fortunate. I mean, of course we've all taken, you know, some slight financial blows and, and, and stuff like that. And then also, you know, we've had to kind of change certain, <laughs> I mean, you know, your life, you know, life has changed uh, like significantly for many but for the most part, for my family, we, we've been okay. Um, I guess because <laughs> I, I mean, like myself and my boys were, 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 were sort of like introverts, but, <laughs> you've been but training you know, for this, you've been training for this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've been training for this. And, and it's just like, I've just been very fortunate in the sense that, you know, I've spent my whole, uh, the last half of my life building this, this, um, I guess, yeah, like you said, just kind of preparing for, for this. I mean, I, everything I could ever possibly want, I have within my reach at, at home. Yep. And, and, and so, I mean, and I mean, it's weird because it's like, um, I've been, like I said, there's, there's what's happening in the world. And then there's, you, you know, I've managed to find things out there that I never thought I'd find. Yeah, because of the time. The yeah. collector, yeah, maybe I because of the time, and, and and it's just kind of like, so it's like there's there's highs and there's lows, but and and, and you know, part of me feels like you know, I, I just didn't. I tried my best all year long, not to focus on the lows and yep. try to try to find. I mean, whatever whatever bit of positive that I can pull out of whatever was around me. And, and so it's just kind of, um, but yeah, it's like, I think towards the end, 
that's where things got a little bit harder because people I knew started, you know, getting sick. Yeah, a lot of, it's challenged, a lot of fatigue on it, you know, to be doing that, you know, trying to keep that energy up, that motivation for sure. Uh, yeah. And, 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 and so it's just kind of, um, that's, that's where, that's where it hit the most, um, you know, and then, you know, towards the end, because it seems like we were, everybody was doing okay until like towards the end, once the holidays hit, you know, I guess a lot of people just kind of let down their guard. Yep. And, and that was just kind of, um, you know, and, and that was, uh, and I think that that's been the most difficult part. Um, but also, you know, it's like, um, it's really unfortunate just seeing friends, you know, on social media, like suffer stuff like that. And then it's just every now and then, you know, it's, I mean, I'm used to making like a post every day, but sometimes you just don't feel like it because okay. you, know, you, you don't want to like, and it's not your job. So you don't have to. That's yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's just kind of, uh, uh I mean, you start to feel a little reserved because, you know, like I said, you know, somebody's going through something bad and you don't want to come off as some kind of show off or whatever, <laughs> or make them feel worse or, or anything, you know, it's, yeah. and, and so, you know, sometimes just silence is better than, than, um, than, I don't know. That, that's how I feel. Sure. You don't want to be showing off your celebration. But it's not like that. You know, I don't, I don't think you'd be flaunting it that way. I don't think so. Yeah. What, um, what about, um, I mean, are you, are you a physical or do you get into, what do you do to stay physically fit or me- mentally? Do you meditate? Do you run or what's your, do you do any exercise Daniel? What's your, uh, I, I mean, I, I go on walks, okay. uh, when I'm at, when I'm at work, you know, we get 15 minute breaks and, you know, I walk about maybe half a mile, um, twice a day. Um, I don't know if, um, it, I pray. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's, uh, I, that's, I guess that, that's that, definitely that, meditating for sure. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, in the morning before I go to sleep per- periodically throughout the day, um, it, it, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, um, I, I don't want to get too religious or anything, but sure. I don't know. I just can't help but feel that, um, there's somebody listening. Yeah. And, and, and um, especially during times like this, you, you just kind of got to, you can't forget that. And you, you got to, got to believe that. I mean, I think they're listening and it's up to us um, as human beings to, to, I guess, just kind of do the rest. Yeah. And, um, but I guess that's kind of how I stay mentally fit, but then also my family um, you know, I have two good, two great boys and, and, uh, my wife, you know, they're, they're always like, you know, my, my wife is just like a harsh realist. <laughs> and, and, and anytime I come home, you know, feeling, you know, with, with like a boohoo feeling, she just kind of points out of all the, you know, all the other crazy stuff. She's just good at pointing out all the real, real stuff that, you know, like, uh, that I should be glad isn't happening to me. Yeah. In a way that you can hear. I think that's good. That's good. She found that way. That's hard. It's always hard to hear. How, how does somebody say it to you that you can hear it and it actually breaks through? That's a, that's a skill. Yeah. And so, so I guess to answer your question, um, yeah, there's not too much physical, um, with the, with the exception of maybe walking five times a day. And that's when I'm at work and, and just, like I said, just kind of, um, and, and I guess prayer, Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's kind of what, what, what keeps me grounded mentally and, and physically fit. But, 
you know, at the same time, I don't, I, I, I don't eat too much. Um, <laughs> I, I used to eat a lot, but you know, I, I just kind of, um, I, I just know where, when, when to eat and when not to eat. Oh, that's and, good. And, yeah. And so I got a good balanced diet. Um, and, and, and that's just kind of how I stay, uh, um, I guess that's how I try to stay healthy. Yeah. I mean, chasing I kids for sure too. I mean, diet yeah. is important. I mean, that's one thing I struggle with because I never, it was not something I put a focus on ever, you know, and like, what is it that I'm eating? I didn't want but now I have been and I can see the results. Yeah. And another thing, sometimes, you know, we just go on, um, we just go on drives. You know, one yep. thing I like is, is night drives. And it's funny because my kids, they seem to, as you can hear, my son, David, just said to go uh, to go to L.A. They just love seeing, uh, you know, the, what they love is, you know, it'll be like seven, eight o'clock at night. And, you know, sometimes they have trouble sleeping, especially because of the pandemic. And I say, OK, let's just go for a drive. Take and we'll drive. Cruise. Yeah, we'll either drive by, you know, like because we're very I mean, we're basically we're nearby like Disneyland and amusement parks. Mm -hmm. And we're also well, nearby. We by it. <laughs> Where do you yeah. go? Where do you like to drive? The, I like to see the Matterhorn Mountain at Disneyland. Oh, the Matterhorn Mountain. Yeah, when they light yeah. it up. We go to Laguna sure. Beach. We go to Laguna Beach. Ooh, yeah, I like Laguna. And you can drive along the coast there. That's nice. Yeah, so so drives kind of help too, um, especially night drives. And then we love I love driving through downtown LA, seeing the lights, oh, all sure. that kind of stuff. So so that's just the the kind of stuff that that helps me and and the family. That's cool. Who uh, who's you find it? You have like a mentor in life, or have you who who you've been um, inspired by or thankful for, or have you are you more of a mentor? What's the um, uh, you know that's a that's a great question um i have actually had a lot of mentors and um you know and, and uh, i guess you could start with um when i think mentors i look back at uh i guess my um high school years and even as back as far back as elementary and it's always been my my teachers and i've always had uh you know i've always had great teachers um, as far as I can remember. And, um, I guess the ones that, that stand out the most were my English teacher, uh, in ninth grade at Centennial High School in Compton, uh, Michelle Sawyers. She was a great, um, she was just a great teacher. Um, and, you know, she kind of came into my life, like in a really, really rough time. And we we had just been living in Compton for about a year and a half, two years, and it was it was quite a it was crazy going from from a junior high to high school in Compton because a lot of my friends from eighth grade when they went into the ninth grade, you know, everybody's trying to because in, in junior high, you know, kids are still into like I remember that time we were still into like collecting comics and yeah. Kid comic stuff. book cards. Yeah, exactly. Kid stuff. But then, you know, a lot of students in the ninth grade, you know, they started becoming, um, you know, they, they started getting into the gangs and stuff like that. And then, you know, it was, it was you know, there was, this, of course, there was a group of kids that would bully me and it carried on to the ninth grade. And then it's like their group got a lot bigger in the ninth grade. And so, um, you know, I was having problems in high school, had very low self-esteem. And, um, you know, and, and Miss, Miss Sawyer saw that. And one thing Ms. Sawyers did was, you know, she really, she always liked the way I wrote. She liked the way I drew. 
And, you know, she was always con- complimenting me and, and just kind of like putting me on a pedestal. And she really helped me build my self-esteem. And, you know, and, and, and so, um, so, you know, I'd, I'd be eternally grateful. Uh, I'm eternally grateful to Miss Sawyers. Um, and also um, from an artistic standpoint, same high school, Centennial High School, I, I had um, an art teacher. And it was funny because I was one of the, the students in, in high school who could draw, you know, and people would always tell me, you need to go check into Mr. Spivey's class. You need to change to, you know, your schedule to Mr. Spivey's class. And then eventually, like, like halfway through the 10th grade, you know, I, I went and I took the other art class and that teacher said, you know what? No, I was in a music class and the music teacher said, you know what? You, you know, you're not, you're not, I think you're more. Get out of here. You're not a musician. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he, and he said, you know what? Look, I'm going, I'm, I'm going to transfer you to the art class. You need to go <laughs> hook up with Mr. Spivey. And, and so I was like, okay, fine. I went. And it was one of the, one of the greatest moves I made in my life, you know, even though it was in, in 10th grade and, and it was cool because Mr. Spivey was doing a lot of, not only was he doing traditional art, but Mr. Spivey had like an extensive animation background and he was a, an award-winning animator back in the eighties and he's received several grants awards. He was also an Olympic, uh, I think bronze medalist, a gymnast. Oh, whoa. And, um, and, and, and so, you know, and then he had like a, you know, like a, he was a stuntman in Hollywood and, you know, he, <laughs> he was just an amazing. A good archetype. Yeah. That's a good uh, character. Yeah. And like, like, um, and, and so, I remember we went and and like I, I met him, he saw my artwork and he was just like really impressed. And it was cool because around that time he was, he was, uh, you know, he already had, he was basically recruiting all the top artists in the school. And what he was doing is he was trying to build a, a team to join this, um, this animation competition that was sponsored by Cal arts at the time. And it was known as animation 2000. Oh, cool. And, and it was interesting because we had one kid, who who was um he had he 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 had like a you know his father and his mother were in the, in the entertainment business and so they introduced him to a lot of animators and and so he hooked up with Mr. Spivey and he was part of he was integral in in trying to get us to do the animation thing well anyway um Mr. Spivey put together a group of a bunch of ragtag uh comic book illustrators animators <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, graffiti oh, artists. You're painted. And, it. <laughs> yeah, and, and we and and uh, sure enough, he 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 taught us how to animate. Um, and by the next year, we were ready to compete, and and we ended up winning. Like I think, out of like maybe seventy five schools, we, we got like sixteenth place. Ooh. And and so we did very good. And and you know, Mr. Spivey was always great because, you know, he he's the one that motivated me to go to college pursue some type of career in the arts. Um, but, you know, it was unfortunate because, you know, when I, when, you know, when he was already like at, uh, when he was teaching at Centennial high school, he was kind of like in a dark period in his life. And it was kind of hard seeing him go through some of the stuff he was going through personally and professionally. Uh, but at the same time, he was kind of like, he, he was really great at using that as a learning experience for all of us. And, and, you know, he, he was great. And, and Ms. Sawyers as well, they were great as, you know, at, at just kind of pointing the finger and saying who you don't want to be like <laughs> and who you do want to be like. And, and, you know, and, and like I said, I, I really value them. You know, they've been my mentors 
um, I guess, uh, That's for right. as long, for as long as I can remember. And there's a couple other people, you know, that I've come across, um, throughout my professional career who, who've kind of helped me out and, and motivated, motivated me. And, and, you know, one of them was, um, Jerome Watts at my previous job. And he had been like, <laughs> he, 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 we were both uh, video editors and he actually is the one that taught me how to do nonlinear editing. And, um, he, he definitely helped me a lot and he sacrificed a lot to help me out and basically help me boost my career and elevate me to where I am today. And so I, I would, I would definitely say that's those, right. those three people. Man, that's great to have these people in your life who want to take a chance you know, to see something in you and you want to take some time. And I think it's so important. Yeah. Um, what about, uh, what what skill i mean in all these different things i mean you definitely are one to keep learning and you know keep educating yourself but what's a uh what's a skill that you're thankful that you've learned already and that you other you know that you'd share with others i mean i would say video production because i mean that's where i've i've built my career um that's where i've been the most successful um it's like uh I mean, I, I wish it, it would be illustration, <laughs> but I mean, it's like I later learned. Um, yeah, because I spent an extensive time in my life trying to become a comic book illustrator. But not only was it pretty difficult, but I saw that it wasn't a very stable career. Sure. And and yeah, and it was just kind of um, one thing that kind of just. Uh, you got to be really, okay with that to be a comic artist. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, and 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 I just remember like kind of. Um, you know, I was already making like uh, a decent amount of money uh, working in video production and I was still hitting like Comic-Con uh, trying to, you know, get my my portfolio reviews and stuff like that. And one thing that kind of shocked me is like, I, I mean, I remember hitting Artist Alley and seeing some of these artists and, and you know, and, and it was sad, you know, seeing some of them, some of my favorite artists and they're like sitting there at the, at the Artist Alley table and they're there with their kids and there's like, there's like nobody like visiting them. I know. Alone. Nobody, I yeah. Know. No, just alone. And then I'm just thinking, man, and I'm just thinking to myself, how much money is this guy losing? You know, what's this guy going to have for dinner today? What's he going to provide for his kids today? And I just remember just kind of feeling sad for the guy. And, and, and so, and that's where I was like, you know what? I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be, that person, I, I just don't like, I mean, I don't know, for all I know, maybe, maybe the guy sure looked all good. right or he was all right, but he just didn't look, yep, like, it yep. just looks sad. You know, it was just it's kind a of challenging like a life. It, that is for sure. It is a it, challenging life. Exactly. And, 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 and it was like, and so, so yeah, I was just kind of like, you know what? Um, I'm just grateful that I found success in video production and I'm grateful that this is a skill I know, something that I'm good at, something that I can make money at and continue to make money at. And, and not only that, there's always, there's just so much you can do creatively and you can keep learning. You know, you never stop learning. And then also you, you just, at times you never cease to surprise yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, I've been doing it for almost two decades. And, and it's funny because, you know, there's times where, I mean, of course, there's a lot of stuff you do that's very repetitive and redundant, but every now and then you'll do that piece where you're like, wow, I can't believe I did that. 
or yeah. I didn't know that I w- it was possible to do something like that. Or I love that feeling. I didn't know that was in me. I didn't know. You know? <laughs> exactly. And, and, and so it's just, yeah. And so like, for example, for like, um, you know, it's it, the, the, the situation is, is the same at work as it is like, you know, in the magnificent world of toys, because the kind of programming I do at work is similar to what I do at the magnificent world of toys. And so there's times where I do a video and, you know, you get so tired from working on it that you're like, you know, you kind of lost by the time you're done, you've lost your confidence that you've done something really well because you've just been <laughs> looking at it so long. Yeah. But then, but then you, you know, it's like, and it's interesting because when we do, when I do a video on the magnificent world of toys, I upload it. Then a couple of days later, when it premieres on Monday or Wednesday, I sit, you know, I, I put on the video um, for my family and me and we all watch it while we have dinner or whatever. And, and it's interesting because watching it like that makes me appreciate it. Uh, but at the same time, it's, I don't know, it's just so much different than seeing it. Like when you're actually editing it. And then a lot of times I go back and I look at my content and, and yeah, it's like, wow, I did that. Like, I was like, geez, like, 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 like you, you can't believe that you did it. And, and then it's like, that's a skill to learn to change your perspective for sure and, ch- and become a different audience. And a lot of times at work or in my own stuff, I'm always like, who's the audience for this? Um, and a lot of times one person might be in two different audiences and I'm like, okay, I got to really, you know, craft this message in a way that this audience will hear it. That's for sure. Yeah. And then at the same time, it's, it's kind of scary because you look back and you're like, well, how do I top that? <laughs> and, but still that kind of helps, you know, at the same time, that's good because it, it serves as a motivator. And, and you're more motivated at, at like, um, you, you get more motivated to, to, to top it. Yep. Well, I'm, I'm always inspired by your contribution. I'm glad you're in contributing to the, um, to the world with these different things and your perspective, Daniel. Thank you. Um, what about, um, my last question, uh, what about attitude? I mean, I think we talked about it a few times already here, but I mean, do you think that attitude is a key to success or to progression? You know, it definitely is. Um, and that's one of the things that attitude, especially for this, is important to build relationships. And um, it's like uh, one thing is that, <laughs> yeah, you, you know, I, I really try my best to come across as a good guy as much as possible. And, you know, there are those times where you just sort of got to, well, you know, you can only take so much. And, and so, but still it's like, you know, you, you gotta kind of stay positive. You gotta find a way to turn that around. Um, you got, you gotta figure out a way to ignore all the, all the noise and, and you have to be like, I guess, very forgiving, especially if you, if you want to move forward because, you know, it's like, like a positive attitude I think helps your reputation overall. For sure. And, yeah. and, and so it's like, cause yeah, there, there's times where, you know, of course there's haters here and there and, and, you know, some, some are on the open and, and some aren't, but you know, it's like, you never know when you're going to encounter that person out in the open or you don't know. I mean, like your treatment of these individuals, regardless of how they treat you, you know, could be something that um, can affect you. 
And, and so it's like, you know, my, my thing is I like, for example, like for the magnificent world of toys, I mean, I'm asking people to be on, on my show. Yeah. And, and so it's like, I don't think I can get participation if I have a bad attitude, just send an invite link here. Talk to me this time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it don't exactly. work like that. It don't work like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and yeah, it's like if you have a bad attitude, then that reflects on on your reputation, and and so it's like, you know, because you know, especially in the world of toys, you know, it's like you know, there's always people. Well, you know, that guy that guy's a, that guy's a jerk or whatever. And so, you know, like people tell that, tell you that person's a jerk or that vendor's a jerk, then you don't necessarily want to go deal with them yep. you know, because you know, that they will be a jerk. They have a bad attitude or whatever that you don't want to go deal with them. Um, you know, but you know, I'm the type of guy that tries to um, find out things for myself. Um, I have found that a lot of times there's people who, who, um, say, well, this guy has a bad attitude and this guy's this and this guy's that. But I found that if I reach out to them on my own, you know, they're not all that bad. Yep. But, but still it's like, you know, they've had bad attitudes towards certain people and certain topics. I think it's good. <laughs> I think I, I like to use bad attitude to uh, keep people away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, 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 and uh. yeah, and, and that's true. And, and, and so it's like, I mean, I, I just think, a positive attitude is important, but yeah, sometimes a bad attitude could be to your benefit and, not, and, so, not, and not any reaction. I, I, I guess yeah. what I'm learning in my life, I'm learning that uh, if you do that reaction if, out of reaction and it's not at least like thought through, then, <laughs> then that's where you get yourself into trouble or you're, you know, you're, you're making it worse for yourself. It, exactly. Yeah. And, and you couldn't have put it any better, but you know, my, my, my sentiments exactly to, to, to that, you know? And so, but yeah, I, I think attitude is very important. Um, well, especially to move forward and what it is that, that I'm trying to do, because like I said, it's like, I mean, I, I would love, I mean, right now, like, especially for the, the YouTube channel, I mean, on a professional level, um, because yeah, we're in, in, in the industry and, and where I work, you have to have a very positive attitude and you have to have very thick skin and, and, um, you know, and a lot of it is like counter PR stuff like that. But then as it relates to the YouTube channel, like I said, in order to keep moving forward, in order to keep pursuing more collectors, more artists, they have to know that you have a good attitude, that you have a good reputation. And because you, you really need to kind of infiltrate these folks, you need to get into like their comfort space you need to break it because a lot of them they they they're just kind of you know they stay within their circle they're not very open and 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 so it's like and it's crazy because most of the time it's the guy that happens to have the most incredible vintage toy collection on earth uh-huh. and it and if you don't have the right attitude pers- uh pursuing that individual <laughs> you're not going to be doing a video about him mm-hmm. so yeah. Well, you're doing a good job, Daniel. And uh, I hope you see more of these videos this year and you'll find new ways as uh, you know, the world changes. That's for sure. Thank you, man. I, I really appreciate that. And man, thanks for being on the show. Um, it's been fun. And I, uh, I think we'll be talking more. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me, man. I, I really appreciate it, man. I'm, I'm really honored and, and just kind of humbled to be doing this. this. Anytime I have to do this kind of stuff, it's just really great. 
Thanks for listening to the show. Please share with a friend and subscribe to hear more interviews with creative people.